Hello and welcome to another session of Soulful Entrepreneur Life, where we encourage, equip, and elevate the entrepreneurial life of women and the small business owner. So today we have Linda Bass, who is owner of ADR For You To Conflict Resolve. She opened her business in 2021 and she's going to give us an insight about her business life and what that entails and where she's going from 2021 into 2022. So Linda, we're going to start out with a question. What are you pursuing in this time in your life that you're passionate about and moving forward with? And is it why you opened your business? Thank you, Ellie. Yes, I opened my business in 2021. It is uh, a service where I provide mediation and arbitration services and also conflict resolution training uh, to individuals, communities, and organizations. And yes, it is a passion of mine. Um, I had 33 years in property and casualty insurance. Uh, the latter part of that of my career, I actually handled litigation claims and was involved in a lot of mediations uh, with the other side. So after retirement, I decided to start my own business. So is resolving conflict resolutions kind of your passion and you're trying to get people together? What is it that resonated you about that business? Well, I've always, uh, I have a, I believe I have a, a servant attitude and I'm always concerned about people and their experiences in life. Uh, mediation is a way of resolving disputes without involving uh, litigation, which can be uh, protracted and expensive, and you have no control o over the outcome. In mediation, you actually have uh, some control over the outcome of the decision. It is a uh, collaborative effort where you compromise and come to a resolution that both parties or all parties can agree to. Wonderful. So tell me, are you still searching for that perfect clients or clients, or do you know who they are? Well, there are no perfect clients. Um, I provide services for anyone that has a, a dispute or a conflict, either with their neighbor, it can be a family member, it can be a vendor, landlord, tenant, HOA. When you are involved in a conflict with an individual or another entity and you can't reach a resolution, as a mediator, I am the third party neutral. I am the neutral party. I get the uh, two opposing parties or disputing parties together, help them talk out uh, whatever the issue is and come to a resolution. I find that when there's a dispute or a disagreement, it's usually because of lack of communication. So my job is to get the parties to communicate with each other and separate their positions from their interests. Okay, so in doing that, and particularly in this business, and we have so much conflict right now going on, are you ever fearful for maybe it won't end in a resolve? That maybe, or maybe you might get caught up in the emotions and not be able to successfully complete that resolution for the parties involved? Well, all mediations don't uh, end in a resolution. Some people are, um, I don't want to say obstinate, but some of them are, are obstinate. Some of them are stuck on their position. I'm right and you're wrong rather than their interest, which should be or can a lot of times be, I just want to resolve this and you know take this one issue off my plate. 
So all mediations don't resolve in a resolution, but the, the good thing about a mediation versus going to court is again, you have, um, you have a chance to have an opportunity to decide how that dispute is going to be resolved. When you go to court, either a judge hears the case or a jury hears the case and you know, they award damages and that's it. You have no, no say so unless you want to file an appeal, which can be very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. So in the business itself, since you're just starting this year, what is, do you have a fear in itself about the business and how it's going to move forward and how you, where it's going to go? Well, I don't really have a fear about the business. I, my fear personally is to not be prepared. The worst thing to do is to go into a mediation, uh, you know, with something else on your mind where you're not really focused on the parties and you're not really focused on what they're saying. So, uh, I try to make a, a real effort to clear my head and clear my thoughts and set my own personal life aside and focus in on whatever is going on in that mediation. Um, the fear of the business is, I wouldn't say it's a fear, but the issue I'm having is to, uh, encourage people to consider mediation before they hire an attorney and pursue litigation. Uh, I think it's just our mindset that, you know, if there's a dispute that can't be resolved, the first thing we say is we want to sue someone. So, uh, and then here in Texas, if you sue anyone in a civil matter, uh, 99 times out of 100, the judge is going to order the parties to mediation before they actually go to uh, trial. Okay, right. So do you get most of your clients from the, through the court or through referral from some other source? Referrals from other sources, community centers, uh, HOAs, uh, word of mouth. You know, if someone is participating in a mediation and they were successful in resolving it, um, then they tell their friends or whatever. So that that's the best way is word of mouth. And then I have a website. It's adr4u2 at gmail.com. Again, adr4u2 at gmail.com. So that's A-D-R, the number four, the letter U, the number two at gmail.com. So that's your email address. Yes. And your website is just the adr4u. ADR4U2.com. There we go. Okay, so you have our information here. So let's move on. So in thinking about even in life, someone asked you to, in life and in your business, what is some of the best advice that anybody has given you, starting even in life, as you've gone through life, and even starting the business, and then as you've been in business this year, what's some of the best advice someone has given you? The best advice uh, anyone has ever given me is just do it. You know, <laughs> you think about it and yeah, you think about it, you can plan all you want, but nothing happens until you actually pull the trigger and just do it. Uh, recently, uh, this young man uh, suggested something which I'm really working hard uh, to do. He suggested that I stop using the word trying. I'll say, I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. He said, you need to stop saying trying and just say, I'm doing it. So. That's what I'm doing today. I'm saying I am doing ABCD. Yes. Very good tip because even in coaching as well, we said I will do. Some of the, the strongest words that you can say to yourself is I will do. I will complete this. I will. So that's something else to take into 2022. 
not just I'm trying. Thanks, Linda, bringing out that point. It's I will do this. It really sets your mindset to another level. Absolutely. Okay, so Thomas, tell me about as entrepreneurs and as we go through the life, it's a challenge because we wear so many different hats. But we have to remember to take time for self-care. It's very important to have that self-care routine. So, Linda, what do you do for your self-care? Physical exercise. That's my passion. That's my, (laughs) I guess my number one passion in life is physical exercise. I can go work out, uh, get on a treadmill, get on a Stairmaster for 30 minutes to an hour, lift weights, and it just relieves all my tension. I, you know, the endorphins kick in, if you will, and and I feel good. I'm at peace, and I can go back to doing whatever I'm doing because I'm. Uh, when I was in corporate America, I was a workaholic. I, I'll have to say, admit that I was a workaholic. Now that I'm retired and I'm doing my own business, I do tend to get. Um, I can be intense. I can get to working on a project, and actually forget to eat. Uh, until I get hungry and then I realize I haven't had anything to eat since breakfast. Um, So I do try to pace myself, stay focused, and make sure that I include exercise uh, in my schedule every day. Okay, and so you mentioned the transition from being um, an, uh, an executive with a company. Most of us have worked for a company prior to becoming an entrepreneur. What was that transition like for you and why did you decide to go from being in a position with a company to doing your own thing, so to speak, or becoming your own boss? And how was that transition for you? Lovely. I had okay. an opportunity to I had an opportunity seriously to uh, take re- uh, early retirement and I jumped at it. And um, I knew I was going to do something after I retired. I'm not the type of person that just sit around and not do anything. I have to have a reason to get up. And so, like I said, when I was with Corporate America in, in the litigation, handling, handling litigation claims, I became introduced to mediation. I actually got trained as a mediator uh, here in Texas, the 40 hours of training and the training for the family mediations and I volunteered while I was still working. Mm-hmm. So if they called me and they needed someone, I would take, you know, a vacation day or several hours off and, and do that. Uh, so I knew once I retired, that was what I was going to do. Yeah. And money is not, uh, even though when I was working, money was an issue. Money is still an issue now, uh, but not so much as before. Uh, so I don't have to focus on making a lot of money, I, I can just focus on doing what I like doing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the beauty of retirement. Mm-hmm. So the beauty, would you say the beauty in going into entrepreneurship is something as you create your passion, make it something that you would enjoy doing as you move forward and that it's not, even though it may be hard work and entrepreneurship is hard work, it's a passion or a purpose for you. You also mentioned getting up in the morning gives you some purpose. Yes. 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 So kind of um, going to that versus getting up and having the purpose of going to a job, getting up and really, and how do you um, actually fulfill your time? Because time management is much different as an entrepreneur versus getting up, going to a job, and you know you have to be on the clock. Yes. When, I'm, when I was working um, for corporate America, I had, it was structure 
had to be there at a certain time. I had, had certain projects that had to be uh, completed by a certain time. I had certain meetings, you know, and they were all on my calendar. So I knew exactly what I had to do and when I had to do it. Um, as an entrepreneur, it's, everything has to be done. And again, um, you have to schedule. Use a calendar and schedule your time. And that includes scheduling uh, personal time. So I actually, uh, one executive told me one time, I asked him because he was real fit. And I said, well, how do you find time to go to the gym? And he says, well, I put it on my calendar like I do every other meeting. So if someone calls and says they you know, want this particular time, I'll just say I already have uh, a commitment or I already have time scheduled. So that's what I do. I schedule my time and certain time for this, a certain time for that. And then I have a list that I check off to make sure things are getting done and done, getting done in a timely manner. That's one thing that's really important. As we transition from the corporation to the office, to our own entrepreneurship, our own business, we have to remember we have to make up our own schedule and it's up to us to make that schedule. When are we going to start that first appointment? When we get up and start our day? And scheduling in time, just like Linda had mentioned, for that self-care because we do not want to get burned out before we can really get our footing into our business. So she brought out two very good points. Scheduling is important. Get out that calendar or that book and put down what you're going to do that week or that day so that you can get things done within your business. So Linda, one last question as we go into and we're in the holiday season right now. So I want to ask you about um, as you go into the holiday season and being prepared for Thanksgiving, Christmas, not everybody is, is, has relatives close by. That's true. I um, only have uh, my niece's son is here in Texas now, and he moved here this summer. Other than that, uh, that's the only family member I have. So we do, both of us plan to go back home uh, for Thanksgiving. And then when Christmas comes, I have some friends that I plan to spend some time with. So it's all about planning and, and, and just being available and sharing your time with other people and them sharing their time with you. Absolutely. And sometimes our family is very eclectic. You know, at times that you have to invite your family is your friends in a lot of you have close friends. Families are not always traditional. But remember that there are people around us in the season and all the time that don't have family. So as we look around and we have friends that may not have family very close, remember that this is a season of love, of caring and giving and to invite them into your home or invite them out for dinner or for Christmas dinner because it's we need to be more inclusive into our group. I agree. Any last comments from you, Linda, in reference to your business or the holiday season or anything that you can think of that we didn't talk about that you find very important as you transition from being working for a company to being your own boss? even into the future and planning your goals for the future of your business. I would just ask your audience to consider uh, reaching out to me for mediation or arbitration if they have a dispute or conflict with anyone or enti any entity. Consider mediation versus lit litigation. Again, you can reach me at adr4u2 
at gmail.com or you can visit my website at a d r the number four the letter u the number two dot com thank you thank you linda so much for joining us and again we want to thank her and have a good holiday. We want to thank Linda Bass of ADR for YouTube Conflict Resolution. So remember that if you need some conflict resolution or you have a friend or a company that you know could use that resource as well. So until next time, have a wonderful holiday season. And it's Ella Young, your business and lifestyle coach. Be blessed and stay well.